Hello, my friend. Before we start this amazing episode, I want to invite you to the personal Patreon page of this podcast. If you love what's being done here and want to keep the podcast and the meditations free to the public, then you can come on over to our brand new community on Patreon and donate $11.11 a month and all proceeds will go towards keeping this free, keeping this going. Plus, we'll be building a community together and I'll give you bonus material. You can explore this option in the description of this podcast or just go to patreon.com slash Dr. Reese. Let's begin. Welcome to Inner Peace with Dr. Reese, a program that can help you become liberated in the modern world. Now, here's your host, Dr. Kevin W. Reese. So why do we need 90 essential nutrients? Welcome to episode number 113. Today, I'm sitting down with one of the fathers of epigenetics, Dr. Joel Wallach. He was a world-renowned veterinarian who performed thousands upon thousands of autopsies. In doing that, he discovered some things about nutrition. Later, he became a naturopathic physician and brought that knowledge over to help human beings. We're going to talk about diseases and how to get rid of them through nutrition. We're going to talk about some of the groundbreaking work that Dr. Wallach has done in his career. So sit down, relax, and take in this beautiful and important recording. Let's begin. Doc Wallach, welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you so much. So how did you discover the importance of the 90 essential nutrients? Well, it all began when I was four years old. (laughs) One of those stories. Um, Between ages four and nine, uh, my parents took me to 20 different doctors. Um, I was uh, very violent. uh, Couldn't remember my name, all that kind of stuff. And um, uh, went to 20 different doctors. They didn't even have a name for what I had. And um, the 20th doctor, a little grandmotherly-like person, 80 years old uh, from St. Louis, uh, uh, Dr. Mary Jane Skeffington was her name. And um, she says, well, uh, he's going to hurt somebody or hurt himself, so we got to institutionalize him. And I said, what does that mean, Mom? She says, well, they're going to put you in a hospital. I said, well, how long am I going to be in the hospital? And she says, well, maybe for the rest of your life. This doesn't look good. Mm. So, so that night when everybody else was asleep, I'm sitting on the end of the bed saying, oh, that doesn't sound good. I want to be in a hospital for the rest of my life. Now, we lived on a farm. We had a little fence around the house. And inside that fence, we kept the chickens to get the eggs and the sheep and the pigs and calves that we were going to slaughter and eat later on. So we we're feeding them and, you know, rubbing them down and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And um, uh, I said, you know, we're all eating the same thing. Why am I the only one with this problem? I said, oh, now wait a minute. We're not eating the same thing. You remember, I'm nine years old now. Uh, we're giving those calves uh, alfalfa pellets with vitamins and minerals added in it. I'm not getting those. So the next morning, I threw my Cheerios out to the chicken, and um, I went to the barn, and I got those um, alfalfa pellets, put them in my cereal bowl, put milk on it, did it for three mornings in a row. By the third morning, I was cured. After five years of getting worse and worse and worse and worse, 20 doctors couldn't figure it out. Wow. And so I said, for some reason, these doctors don't know anything about nutrition. I'm only nine years old. Wow. So it didn't say anything to anybody, but in church... Everybody is whispering and pointing to me because now I'm singing with the choir and all this kind of stuff instead of being disruptive and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Finally, after about a couple of months, this little old lady came up to me and said, I hear you can cure my diabetes. I said, ma'am, I'm only nine years old. I don't even know what diabetes is. (laughs) And so that night went back to uh, home and we have these little reference books on animal diseases and, you know, for the farm. And so I went through and looked up diabetes. Oh, it's a nutritional deficiency. And so I went back and told her about that and and she got rid of her diabetes. And so people started coming to me for things. I'm only nine years old. Well, to make a long story short, that's about the time when the second world war was over. I was a cub scout and I got into boy scouts 
Yeah, 32 merit badges, uh, was a Eagle Scout and uh, Art of the Air, which is a leadership um, uh, award. And uh, graduated high school at 18 years of age, but I had the equivalent of a, of a university degree with those 32 merit badges, because you have to do a lot of studies for those things. Mm-hmm. And I, I, was, I was taking all the nutrition and animal husbandry, agricultural stuff, and soils, uh, fertilizer, and so on. Um, entered uh, agricultural school at the University of Missouri. I wanted to get my degree in agriculture and go back and be a, 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 a farmer, a modern farmer. And uh, it became very obvious that um, the world needed more than just another farmer. And so I began to uh, go to lectures and that kind of stuff. And again, I'm, uh, I'm still dealing with the scouts um, as a leader, scout leader at this point. And I'm helping people get rid of arthritis and high blood pressure and diabetes and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And about two years into agricultural school, I was wrestling for the University of Missouri and, and lettering. And um, my roommate, which was another guy on the wrestling team, because they had all the athletes stand together in the, in the uh, dormitories. And he said, uh, I'm going to go check out veterinary school. How about coming with me? I said, no, I didn't come here. For that. I said, why don't you come with me? You got nothing else to do. He said, oh, okay, okay. So I went there, passed all the tests, got accepted into veterinary school. And uh, in two years' time, I had my degree in agriculture. I was halfway through veterinary school, 1961. And it was Christmas time. All the professors were off. Uh, for the holidays and i had to work in the pathology department because i didn't have any money to finish my schooling so i worked in pathologist where everybody's gone well, i ran into the first mass die off from pollution in america and got it published in three scientific journals i'm 21 years old i wanted to finish my pathology degree so in 1964 when i graduated I had my degree in agriculture and my degree in veterinary medicine i was halfway through my degree in pathology because they gave me credit for the stuff that I was getting paid for to do because working in the pathology lab. So yeah. they gave me credit for that kind of stuff. And so I went to Iowa State University and I was there. I was supposed to finish up in two years. Well, a year into it, Marlon Perkins from the old Mutual Omaha Wild Kingdom show. I don't know if you're old enough to remember him. No. <laughs> okay. Well, he was he was a biologist on TV and he, he went to all these different places on earth where animals were rare and endangered and so on. He had... Um, uh, sent me to Africa before I went to university and I caught 200 white rhinos. There's only 475 left. I caught 200 of them, shipped them here, yeah. built three um, uh, reserves for white rhino uh, based on the money that uh, Prince, um, was it Prince Philip uh, actually started the World Wildlife Foundation. I was all involved in that. And um, we got a grant for $25 million from the National Institutes of Health because I wrote those papers on this mass die off from pollution. And um, so I came back for that. 10 years, I did 20,000 autopsies, millions of slides and all that kind of stuff. And basically showed that there were no genetically transmitted diseases. There were no genetically transmitted birth defects. My thesis was there's 5,000 pages was published by the um, uh, world's largest and most famous publishing house, mm-hmm. W.B. Saunders that published medical textbooks. They published it, right. all right, and it's in the Smithsonian Institute as a national treasure because yes, it changed it all of science. Yeah. It created it created uh, the um, science of epigenetics, and uh, so I'm very proud of that, and I'm considered one of the two fathers of that science. Bruce Lipton, yeah. Yeah, Bruce Lipton and I are the two that are considered the two fathers. And uh, so what I've been doing all these years uh, is working on this, and I found out the cause, prevention, cure of cystic fibrosis, which is supposed to be the, the, the iconic example of a genetically transmitted disease. I found the first non-human case in a monkey from the Yerkes Primate Center, which I was working in 1977 for NASA as a pathologist. And they fired me when I told them that, um, <laughs> that uh, cystic fibrosis was not genetic. It was a simple nutritional deficiency disease. They fired me. And that's when I went back to school and became a naturopathic physician. Yeah. Make a long story short, uh, Dr. Milan and I went to China. We did 1,700 autopsies on kids under the age of 10 there. Uh, 35% had cystic fibrosis. Um, 100% had muscular dystrophy. About 100 of them under the age of one years of age would have been diagnosed with sentiment death syndrome here. So to make a long story short, we got through federal lawsuits in federal court. Uh, we won, uh, let's see, it was April 16, 2013, that we were forcing these companies that made 
milk replacers like Infamil, Similac, that sort of stuff for babies to put these nutrients in there. We had to go to court because the doctors kept telling me, don't put that stuff in there while I was talking about because they're poisonous. Well, the court saw my 1,700 autopsies, so they couldn't you know, go against that kind of data. Right. Well, a year and a half later, after April 16, 2013, when I won that lawsuit in federal court, big headlines in the Charlotte Observer newspaper. We don't know why, but Cinema Destiny Rome has vanished in the state of North Carolina. Three months later, St. Louis Post-Dispatch and all the newspapers in Missouri, we don't know why, but Cinema Destiny Rome has vanished in the state of Missouri. And three months later, every newspaper in the world came out and said, we don't know why, but the diagnoses of Cinema Destiny Rome has dropped dramatically by 85 to 95%. And then they, in one of the articles, they said, there's a one cinema death syndrome death per 300 normal births. Now, you know why? We don't know why, but now it's only one per 3,000. Well, that's because they're getting these nutrients in the baby formulas. And those three diseases, the three is, and that's why you haven't heard anything about Jerry Lewis and the telethon anymore, because who's going to, you know, when you find out it's a nutritional deficiency, and it's not a genetic disease, you know, why right. would they donate money when we already found found the prevention and cure for it? Right. So that, that's my history. And of course, we have um, 75 scientific articles published in a half a dozen different medical journals, veterinary journals, scientific journals, agricultural journals, biochemistry journals. I have 15 popular books uh, written, bestsellers, 100 CDs and um, 50 DVDs. So we have a lot of information to give out there to people and it will freak people out how much we know about preventing and, and eliminating these diseases, including diabetes and high blood pressure and kidney dialysis and arthritis. And let's see, what's the Pope got here? Diverticulitis. Your story, your journey feels like some God stuff, Dr. Wallach, like well, things well, just well, unfolded so magically and all because of animals. That's right. Well, I'll give the good Lord all the credit. Uh, that's for sure. Yeah. I was just following what was put in front of me. I wanted to ask you about animal nutrition. Okay. You know, when, when, when you go look at dog food or cat food, we can see that it's all supplemented, right? There, there's mm -hmm. so much nutrients in there. Yet humans don't supplement or only a limited amount of people supplement. Is that because animals are considered a product, whether it's a pet or a zoo or, you know, a cow on a farm? It's okay. more historical than that. Okay. Did you ever hear of the eight plagues that killed tens of thousands of yeah. Egyptian um, military every year for eight years? Yeah, yeah. Now, the Hebrews had been enslaved for 400 years. And their job, I, I went and looked it up. What was it the Hebrew slaves did? Were they washing clothes and babysitting and cooking? No. no. They were going wheat, barley, rye, and oats, primarily barley and wheat for, for, for food for the Egyptian military. But they weren't allowed to eat it. Now, when the plagues came, none of the Hebrew slaves died. Huh. That's because I checked that out. They had um, fireplaces and wood stoves. They're putting the wood ashes, which are minerals, into their gardens. There's just a little bit of wood ashes, not enough to fertilize the tens of thousands of acres of, of barley and wheat fields. So there was none of that. Okay, none of those minerals in that. And so the soldiers were getting a gluten issue. They weren't getting any supplements. And so when the plague came, they got hit hard. Well, the Hebrews, um, they weren't allowed to eat the barley and the wheat, so they were growing potatoes and carrots and tomatoes and bell peppers and squash and that kind of stuff. Mm. Uh, okay. And, and they're eating seaweed. Yeah. And if we fast forward, um, African-American slaves sometimes live longer than their owners. Plantation too. owners. That's correct. Yeah. Because they were using the things that the, the white people and the, and the plantation owners didn't want to eat. They want to eat like the Europeans. And so that's why they died at age 50 and the slaves, they lived to be 105, 115 because they're putting the wood ashes into their little house gardens where they were growing potatoes and carrots and tomatoes and that kind of stuff and beans and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay. So that's a, you hit the nail on the head there. Very good. It's fascinating. And so, yeah. And so uh, this is one of those things where people who are billionaires don't live as long as poor people because they have electricity. 
At three o'clock in the afternoon, Monday, September 4th, 1882, on Pearl Street in New York City on the bluff overlooking the construction of the Brooklyn Bridge, Thomas Edison and Jonathan Leeds pulled the switch on the first commercial electric generating plants. Within 10 years, there was 40 new diseases that nobody had ever seen before, all nutritional deficiency diseases, but there were, it was the beginning of the darling in science and medicine called genetics. They're blaming it all on genetic diseases, these 40 new diseases, but they're really just simply nutritional deficiency diseases. And of course, medicine went crazy with getting pharmaceuticals to treat the symptoms and manage the diseases like diabetes. I can take somebody who's been a brittle diabetic for 30 years and in 30 days, it won't be a diabetic anymore because it's a simple nutritional deficiency disease. Mm. But doctors manage the blood sugar and think they're doing you a favor instead of getting rid of the disease. And so this is the difference between the medical system and the veterinary system. Now, no farmer is going to pay you know, a veterinarian to come out every week and every month or haul and buy truck all his animals to the veterinary office and get tested every, on a regular basis and pay for all his tests and this and the other. No way. So when these dogs came along, uh, Ralston Purina, I think, was the first ones to put vitamins and minerals in, in their pet foods, Ralston Purina. And they said, well, why don't we put all these vitamins and minerals in there and it'll save these people a lot of money and they'll keep using our food. And so that's why they did that. And it worked. Right. But dogs used to live to be four or five years old because they're just being fed meat and bones and things like that. But once these canned foods and dry foods came out with all these vitamins and minerals in it, suddenly now they're living to be 18, 20 years old. Yeah. Well, the same principle for humans. If you take our healthy start pack, you take our healthy brain and heart pack, uh, stay away from the bad foods, so you can maximize your absorption. You'll add 25 to 50 healthy years to your life. We need to be on the 90 essential nutrients every day. That's the bottom line, right? That's correct. And of course, the 90 essential nutrients, we have uh, our Healthy Start Pack has the 90 essential nutrients in it. That was our first major product. And it's the core of our Healthy Brain and Heart Pack, which has 215 nutrients in it because we added 115 nutrients to the original core program, the Healthy Start Pack. And nobody has 215 nutrients in a supplement. You know, they say, oh, oh, we we have complete nutrition, 27 nutrients. Well, that's not even a third of of our 90, let alone 10% the healthy brain and heart pack. Well, the, th- the thing that makes it very authentic is it, it's very much known from you and people under you doing this mm-hmm. that they got to get off the gluten or it doesn't make any sense. Right. Well, we have to help the Pope because I guarantee you when they took out half his colon, they didn't tell him, look, you cannot be eating gluten anymore. And he had sciatica. They said, we're going to give you cortisone, prednisone to deal with your pain. He didn't say, you know, we're going to give you the 90 essential nutrients plus the uh, glucogel and MSM to rebuild your cartilage and ligaments and tendons, your connective tissue, your disc, all that kind of stuff. No, they're just giving him medication because they're Italians and they eat gluten and, and the whole thing's a mess. And so, so can you explain we, why, why we have to get off gluten? Okay. Well, gluten um, has a substance in it called uh, pro-inflammatory cytokines. Is produced by the, the gluten protein. <clears throat> and pro-inflammatory cytokines destroy your villi, the little finger-like projections in your intestine. Now, it doesn't happen like light on, light off. It might take 5, 6, 8, 10, 12, 15 years to really incapacitate you, depending on how much gluten you're eating. If you're just eating oatmeal for breakfast and no other gluten, it might take 15 years. But if you're eating gluten in all three meals and you're having gluten for snacks like cakes and cookies and, and uh, beer and that kind of stuff made from gluten, at eight, 10 years old, you might be in serious trouble. Okay. And so gluten destroys your intestine. Those villi go away. Instead of looking like a shag rug and, you know, you do autopsies, you do uh, surgery on your intestines, you open up the small intestine, it looks like a shag rug. All those villi sticking out and it increases your absorptive surface. But when you're eating gluten, those villi shrink and shrink and shrink and disappear because of their pro-inflammatory cytokines. They disappear. Now, when you open up the small intestine, it looks like a smooth plastic tube. You've lost 90% of your absorptive surface even if you supplement. But most people don't supplement. Most people um, continue to eat gluten. And because even today, it was on the news today that doctors say, look, you got to stop eating um, animal products and eat more whole grains. And of course, people interpret eating more whole grains as eating more wheat, barley, rye, and oats. Right. And we have to get everybody off all the bad foods, get them on the good program with all the 215, which I go for the 215. I wouldn't go for the minimum. I'd go for the big, big hammer in the toolbox. You'll see all these. I, I see this all the time. People who are really in trouble, uh, like I say, they have diabetes for 30 years and 30 days is gone. 
They're on dialysis yeah. six days a week because they haven't peed in 10 years. They're on dialysis for a total of 25 years because they had kidney problems for 25 years because they're eating gluten, 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 gluten. And so I, I get them off of the gluten. We get them on the Healthy Brain and Heart Pack, the big hammer. We throw in the Ultimate Daily Classic Tablets, three of those three times a day. And in two weeks' time, they're urinating, so they drop the the um, dialysis from six days a week to three, and in two more weeks, they're totally off of dialysis. And they were on dialysis for 25 years because they didn't want to get a kidney transplant. Right. And so in just six weeks, I get them off of dialysis after they've been on dialysis for 25 years. Even though they hadn't peed in 10 years, I get them peeing in two weeks because it's an artery problem. It's not a kidney problem. Diabetes is a nutritional deficiency problem, not a genetic problem. Lupus is not a um, autoimmune disease where your body's attacking itself. It's gluten stopping you from getting the nutrients that are necessary to maintain your skin and your bones and your intestines and celiac disease and, and uh, uh, psoriatic arthritis and all that kind of stuff. I'm four months off gluten. How long is it going to take for my stomach to regulate? Well, you want to make sure everybody in your household, including the dog and the cat and the bird and the fish and renters and roommates and spouses. Uh, okay. You cannot work in a place. You cannot work in a bakery. You cannot uh, go to spaghetti uh, factory with somebody else. Well, I don't eat there. I just have a salad when I go to spaghetti factory with my wife. Well, guess what? Um, that waitress who delivered your salad, it delivered eight, eight loaves of bread and X number of bowls of uh, spaghetti to all the tables surrounding you. And she's covered in that gluten dust. You're getting gluten, even though you're not eating it, you're getting it. It can spread like it's a poison ivy. Just, That's correct. Yeah. Is that now, sensitive? Now, how come we should not be eating oils? Okay. Well, oils oxidize and turn into trans fats, heterocycamines, and acrylamides, which cause cancer, cause oxidative damage to your arteries. That's what causes plaque in your arteries, not cholesterol. Now, that's another big one doctors miss. They, they blamed uh, cholesterol in your arteries on eggs and, and uh, animal fats. They missed that one by a thousand miles. Mm. It's oils and fried foods and salad dressings and that kind of stuff. Yeah. It causes plaque in the arteries, whether it's in the brain, the coronary arteries, the kidneys, and give you the need for dialysis. And if you want to keep playing with the bad foods, then uh, I'm going to go into the coffin business for people who just won't change. I think I'm going to start selling coffins. Well, I'll tell you, you know, I'm, I'm a great example. Uh, I was vegan for 10 years, didn't supplement, and consumed a lot of oil. And I thought oil was good because I'd use it raw, right? I ended up with a 6.1 CRP, C-reactive protein. And oh my I, was, gosh. I was deficient in essential fatty acids, vitamin A, vitamin D, B12, I had all these, you know, these symptoms. I was getting electrical shocks through my body. It was. Did you have any white or gray hair? I have salt and pepper now. I'm 42, so. Yeah. See, well, that's not aging. That's a deficiency of a particular nutrient. Copper. Do you have any varicose? Well, don't say that because people run out and buy copper thinking they're going to save themselves and then they die because they didn't take the other 89. Right, right. I used to tell people, they'd say, well, what nutrient is that? Oh, I would tell them. And then we go to Walgreens and they buy that nutrient. And then three months later, he said, whatever happened to your husband, Frankie? Oh, he did what you said. He took that nutrient and he died two months later. So I stopped telling people what it was because they only want to take one. They don't want to take all 90. Right. Okay. And so I don't want to participate in suicide. You might as well, here's a gun, a bullet, shoot yourself in the head. If all you're going to do is take one. Right. You got to take them all. Yeah. And I do have varicose veins. Now I'm on the 90 essential. I'm off the gluten. I'm off the oils. Well, how long have you been on the program? Since April 1st. Okay. So, yeah, you should start seeing a reduced amount of the gray hair. You should see the varicose veins getting smaller and fewer. And um, you want to see if you're getting cross-contaminated in the laundry, the food preparation surfaces, your workplace. You really, really want to look around and see if you're getting contaminated because if you're still getting cross-contaminated with gluten, that would say why you haven't really seen more in 30, 60, 90 days. Yeah. Well, my CRP has come down. Okay, good. It's a, it's a 2.5 now. And, you know, I'm, 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 I'm getting back, you know, I'm, I'm building back, you know. Okay. But, but here's the question. There's a lot of people listening right now that might be mm -hmm. vegan. They need these 90 essential. And what would, where would they get their essential fatty okay. acids from? 
We, that's why we have EFAs and EFA pluses. EFAs are from seeds and EFA pluses are from fish livers. Okay, but here's what I tell them. If you want to be a vegetarian or vegan, I want you to be an ovo-lacto-pisco vegetarian. There's no red meat in fish, that's the piscos. Have you ever incubated a chick uh, for 21 days in an incubator or you know, an egg in, in, underneath the hen for 21 days? No, but I have a friend who did. Okay, now what happens here is the chick after 21 days, either in the incubator or under the hen, goes from that white spot to a perfect chick, heart beating, pumping blood all over the place, has kidneys that work, liver that works, lungs that works, gastrointestinal tract that works, eyes that work, brain that works, muscles and bones and joints that work, all from that one little spot because of all the nutrition in that egg. Don't tell me there's no nutrition in an egg. If you're going to be an ovo-lacto-pisco vegetarian or an ovo-lacto-pisco vegan, you will survive and flourish and do well and you have beautiful babies. But if you want to avoid all that stuff and just eat vegetables and grains, you're gonna die early, you'll be miserable, you will have the worst time of your life in your last years of your life because you don't get the nutrients you need because you're eating gluten. And there's no nutrition in food anymore because farmers get paid by tons and bushels. Farmers don't get paid by how much nutrition is in the food. So they're willing to accept NPK fertilizers because it gives them the maximum yields in terms of tons and bushels for acres. And they get paid by tons and bushels for acres. So that's the direction they go. But they know to give the vitamins and minerals to their animals, where I got introduced to it. Right. So they don't have to have the veterinarian come out there and treat all these diseases. So they went through that. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so uh, uh, vegans and vegetarians have a choice. They can have a short life or they can have a long life. If they follow what I say, I'll add 25 to 50 healthy years of your life. So we can be plant-based, just add in some eggs, some fish, 90 essential nutrients. And some cheese. And some cheese. And dairy, yeah. So, Dr. Wallach, what about birth defects? How many OBGYNs tell people who are in the childbearing years, both men and women, be sure you're taking the 90 essential nutrients? Well, I'm on birth control and don't plan on having babies. Take the 90 essential nutrients because if you get pregnant, you're going to be in trouble. Yeah. Okay? So... Uh, you start supplementing with the 90 essential nutrients now, and we can eliminate all birth defects. And it's called what? Epigenetics. Epigenetics. Okay. If you take all your 90 essential nutrients, even if you're taking birth control and not dating, remember, um, 20 years is a long time. And who knows when along the line you're going to, you know, have a couple of drinks and say, okay, tonight's tonight, <laughs> we're going to go for it. Right. And so you get pregnant and you haven't been taking your prenatal vitamins because you weren't planning on getting pregnant. And so the baby's born with cleft palate, spina bifida, or you know, all kinds of stuff, heart we defects. Can, we can avoid all this. All that's totally avoidable. None of it's genetic, none of it's autoimmune. It's all nutritional deficiencies of the embryo. Even things like sickle cell anemia in blacks, it's not a genetic thing in blacks. It's a deficiency of the bone marrow cells that are forming in the early embryo when the cells that make the um, hemoglobin or farming makes defective hemoglobin and white folks sickle cell anemia is called thalassemia because they couldn't call it sickle cell anemia it's supposed, it supposed to be a genetic disease in black folks so they gave it a different name in white guys it's called thalassemia in white guys but it's sickle cell anemia in black guys but it's a, a, a birth defect caused by nutritional deficiencies early in embryonic life when the hemoglobin farming cells were farming in the bone marrow of those early embryos i want to run through a bunch of diseases and you, okay. you give me the skinny on them. We already talked about diabetes. How about asthma? Asthma is due to a nutritional deficiency. I'm not going to tell you which one. But if you get rid of all the gluten, which interferes specifically with those nutrient absorption, um, and, you, and you take the um, healthy brain and heart pack, take the healthy brain and heart pack, one per 100 pounds of body weight. And if you have a, a little kid, let's say the kid is three years old and not going to take two healthy brain and heart packs. They're three years old. We have kids toddy and the EFAs and the Cal toddy and put that in their uh, milk or their drinks or whatever. And you'll be giving them all the nutrients that are necessary to get rid of their asthma in weeks. Asthma goes away very quickly. It's a very simple nutritional deficiency disease, but you got to get rid of the gluten so you can absorb the nutrition and you have to supplement with these nutrients forever 
I've been um, gluten-free for 74 years. I've been taking the 90 essential nutrients 74 years, but I've been taking also the um, healthy brain and heart pack, the 215 nutrients for the last 15 years. How about arthritis? Arthritis, very simple nutritional deficiencies. I came up with the healthy bone and joint pack for Theo Ratliff, one of our great uh, basketball players, and made our rebound sports string for him. And uh, he, he had lost his uh, position with uh, the Atlanta Hawks, uh, 20, 24 years old, uh, bone to bone arthritis in both his knees, cartilage popped off his hips, fractured his right wrist and his shooting arm, lost a big contract. Three months later, he went back, he passed all the tests, and he got a $35 million contract. He played for um, 11 more years, made over $135 million using my products to rebuild it. Hmm. And so um, when you look at Evander Holyfield, great heavyweight boxer, he lost his heavyweight championship to Michael Moore. Uh, he couldn't answer the bell for the 12th final round of his heavyweight championship defense because he had a near-fatal heart attack. So we came up with a healthy brain and heart pack then for him, and we already had the rebound at that time. And he, he took it two, three times a day for a year and a half. And he went back and he beat Iron Mike Tyson for the heavyweight championship. Now, who comes back from a near-death heart attack and beats Iron Mike Tyson right. Okay, in a heavyweight championship fight? Somebody who's been taking my healthy brain and heart pack and staying away from gluten. Yeah. How about prostate inflammation? Okay, prostate inflammation could be two things. Number one, it could be a prostate problem. Number two, it could be a back problem. A lot of times doctors, they're, they're famous for misdiagnosing things. We've already talked about a dozen things that they've misdiagnosed. Um, your sciatic nerves, some of them control your bladder. Some will control your prostate and your erections and all that kind of stuff. And uh, when doctors say, oh, you have a prostate problem because you're either peeing in your pants all the time or you can't urinate without a catheter, uh, you have a prostate problem. And they will get you on some um, uh, prostate medications um, and some hormones. And it may or may not help, but you have to keep catheterizing yourself. Well, that's because it's a back problem, squeezing the uh, sciatic nerves, controlling your bladder. And so you get off all the bad foods. You take the healthy brain and heart pack and MSM, rebuild your disc, rebuild vertebrae, take the pressure off those sciatic nerves. Your bladder starts working again. Keep your prostate, you know, give me 90 days. When your doctor wants to remove your prostate, give me 90 days before you uh, um, agree to that surgery because the odds are it's a 95% chance is really just um, a low back problem, squeezing the sciatic nerves to control the bladder. How about the neurologicals like MS and Parkinson's? Let's say 75% of the brain weight is cholesterol. Uh, there's Parkinson's disease, there's ALS. Uh, let's see here, Alzheimer's disease. There's all kinds of stuff going on in the brain, right? Parkinson's disease. And almost all of them are due to nutritional deficiencies. Hmm. But what happens here is some part, for just chance, some parts of the brain are more seriously affected. So they get different sets of symptoms. So the different guys gave it, named it after themselves and give it different names. Right. But they all take the same thing. Three eggs twice a day, soft yolks. Take the 90 essential nutrients or better yet, the 215 nutrients, the healthy brain and heart pack. Take the de-stress capsules, three of those twice a day. Uh, take the ultimate niacin plus, one of those twice a day. Take the ultimate niacin, excuse me, the ultimate uh, daily classic tablets in case it's a vascular dementia. Um, take three of those with each meal, that's three bottles a month, the ultimate daily um, uh, classic tablets and uh, for circulation into the brain. And then don't forget the eggs and don't forget the synaptive which gives you the raw material specifically for your brain cells to make the biological systems so they can talk to each other and work in synchrony and so on. Uh, don't forget HGH or human growth hormone and the, the master gland, the pituitary gland in the brain, but also it works with the rest of the brain too in the hypothalamus, which again controls who you're gonna chase for sex. And so all of these things, I've been taking these nutrients for 74 years. I've been gluten-free for 74 years. And so that's why we came up with our own versions of all these nutrients, because I was tired of buying them from the pharmacies and this, that, and the other. And it was obvious that doctors weren't going to go that direction. So we began to form our own company and form our own versions of these various nutrients. Well, the, the moral of this story seems to be we need cholesterol for brain, for brain health and neurological function. 
well, not only that, but also 95% of the weight of testosterone is cholesterol. Guess who started ED, erectile dysfunction? Medical doctors, when they came up with statin drugs to lower cholesterol, because they incorrectly thought that it was cholesterol blocking the arteries. No, it was oxidized oils blocking the arteries. So if someone's on a statin drug, uh, they may end up with neurological issues. They're going to wind up with neurological issues. Uh, guys will wind up with erectile dysfunction. And the ladies uh, will wind up with menopause at age 25. Because women tend to follow the doctor's instructions, I mean, to the letter. You got to get off, no eggs, no cholesterol. We're going to give you it because your cholesterol is 20 points too high. That's nothing. Okay, 20 points too high. So we're going to go uh, with the statin yeah. um, drugs here. You're going to be on this for the rest of your life. Yes, sir. Yes, doctor. I don't want to have a heart attack. And so they get on all this stuff. And then they wind up with Alzheimer's disease in three years. And cholesterol is really just a marker for something else. Sometimes liver. Well, yeah, the liver. Um, uh, liver utilizes cholesterol. Any any hormone that's in the body, adrenal glands use cholesterol. Yeah. And so cholesterol is a very very useful biological raw material. We need it. Don't let a doctor talk you into getting on statin drugs and giving up cholesterol in your diet. Yeah, this is also another thing that a lot of vegans run into. They're deficient in cholesterol. And essential fatty acids. It's funny because the joke is always, where do you get your protein? It kind of should be, where do you get your essential fatty acids? Where do you get your cholesterol? That's correct. Very good. All right, next, ADHD or ADD. Uh, ADD, ADHD, autism, those kinds of things. Again, um, want to be eating the eggs, take this uh, program, the Healthy Brain and Heart Pack. Uh, that's essentially what I had. They didn't have a name for it when I was you know, a nine-year-old kid. But I was a very violent, uh, very violent um, kid with ADD, ADHD. Uh, so w we don't have that anymore in any of our people who are with longevity because they take all the nutrients. And so you see, um, you haven't heard of cystic fibrosis anymore. You haven't heard of muscular dystrophy anymore. You haven't, and, and they were so crazy about the uh, muscular dystrophy, they fired Jerry Lewis. They fired him. And the telethon died without Jerry Lewis, Muscular Dystrophy Association, since 2011, because they came out with the cause prevention cure of muscular dystrophy. Now, you'd think they'd be overjoyed, and they could have really been on the front end of all this and been a bigger part of this whole thing. And, and no, instead, the medical doctor said, this guy's crazy. No, no, no. He's infected Jerry Lewis. We got to get rid of him because it's a genetic disease. And they went away. Well, in, in animals, it was called white muscle disease, right? That is correct. Very good. Mm -hmm. So different names, same disease. That's correct. But they're all vertebrates, same tissues, same organ sets, and same diseases to the same nutritional deficiencies. What, so, what, what a theory. Did they fix it in the animals? Oh, yeah. But not in the humans. That's correct. Mm. That's because there's no insurance for the animals, no health insurance. So the farmer had to pay out of his own pocket. So the agricultural schools figured it out. This is caused by deficiency of, don't say it. <laughs> right. Okay. And so it's all in, you know, you get your 90 essential nutrients and or better yet, if you have three, four, five, six, eight, ten 10 different diseases, you have all these pre-existing conditions. When the medical establishment uses the word genetics, like, oh, well, that your heart disease must be genetic. What they really mean to say is, your parents passed down nutritional deficiencies. All they're saying is those doctors are saying, I have no earthly idea what causes this, but I'm not going to take the blame for not knowing. So I'm going to blame it on your family's genes. And that way you have to look back to your family. Well, you know, uh, I'm the first one of my family that's ever had this. I've got five generations that are still alive and none of them ever had any of this. They're mm -hmm. the oldest ones, 120, none of this stuff. But the doctors say, oh, it's genetic. Okay. That's because he doesn't want to admit, just like when sudden death syndrome, he didn't want to admit that he didn't know why those babies were dying. So he said the mother must have laid on them. That's mm -hmm. for sudden death syndrome. I made him change the name to crib death because 98% of the babies that died of sudden death syndrome were in the cribs when they died, not in bed with their mothers. So I made him change the name to crib death. And then um, the 2% that were in bed with their mothers, they weren't laid on by their mothers. They died of hypertrophic cardiomyopathy, heart disease, the same thing that kills 500 to 1,000 young athletes in America every year. And that's why our rebound sports drink 
I have four times the minimum daily requirement of that one nutrient in our sports drink so that any athlete who takes our sports drink is not going to die a heart attack. Well, that's a good segue because I wanted to ask you that. Why do so many athletes not make it to their 90s and 100s? Well, because they have a false belief. They have a false belief that exercise is good for you. And so basically, uh, the average lifespan, when you take all professional and Olympic sports combined, the average lifespan of these professional Olympic athletes is 62, except for basketball players, which is 51. Hmm. The average lifespan of a drunk doing everything wrong is 75 in the United States. Why is that? Well, the athletes are exercising. They're eating all these whole grains. And the only supplements they take is Red Bull for energy, you know, of sugar and caffeine kind of thing. And they're sweating. And, and they're sweating. And yeah, because they're sweating. And so they, but they want the energy. And they're still missing all the nutrients, but they think they're eating well because they're getting all these grains. That's the problem. The grains are the problem. We look at the Asians, they eat grain, but they don't eat wheat, brown, and oats. They eat, they eat rice. And sweet potatoes. Well, it's and not sweet a grain, potatoes. but it's a starch. Well, yeah. Yeah. And they, they eat corn, they eat maize. And they'll eat millet and buckwheat, those kinds of things, but they don't eat wheat, butter, and oats, yeah. except for uh, people uh, who were occupied by the British, you know, like India. Uh, the northern nine states in India were occupied for 100 years by, by the um, English. They were drafting all their young people to be in the English army. That's why you saw so many movies where you're looking at the English army and it had so many people from India with the turbans in the English army. And for a hundred years, the English were in Northern India. So why does the top nine states in India, the Northern nine states in India have 95% of the deaths from COVID and 87% of the infections. The Southern 20 states and seven territories have 5% of the deaths and only 13% of the infections. Same people, very homogenous people. Hmm. And that's because the ones in the North for a hundred years, the British were there growing wheat, brown, and oats. When the British left, they were still growing wheat, brown, and oats. They're still growing wheat, brown, and oats there. They have a gluten issue, and they're not supplementing. For the ones in the South, they live in the swamps and the rainforest, and they're growing rice and peas and beans and squash and seaweed, which has all these minerals in the seaweed, because they live near the coast in the South. And it's a dietary thing. It's no doubt a dietary thing. If you supplement and stay away from gluten and take your 90. Even if you don't vaccinate, you're gonna come out good. These are people who get it and, and, and don't die. But the people who get vaccinated, they get the double vaccination and all that kind of stuff. And they die two months after the second vaccination. why that happen? Because they weren't supplementing, they were eating gluten, they couldn't absorb nutrients, their bone marrow is dead, their immune system's dead. So they cannot respond to the vaccines because the vaccines do not kill viruses, bacteria, fungus, and yeast. They just alert your body to bad DNA and RNA. So when the bug comes, you know, that there's the bad guy. Yeah. Speaking of COVID, I mean, India got nailed and they're high gluten. Yeah, that's right. So that's the Northern ones. They have 95% of the deaths. I want to ask you about calcium. You have in the osteo formula, there's a, there's a big dose of calcium in there. Mm -hmm. 1200. 100 milligrams. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of calcium supplements are a lot lower than that. Yeah, some of them have 200, 300. Yeah, well, and, some, and some doctors would say that you can't have too much. So how come you, you go for the high dose? I think it's going to change. But right now, there's still an enormous number of people who are not going to give up gluten. They're not going to give up wheat, brown, and oats. And so you have to give them something that's going to compensate for that inefficiency of absorption. Okay, so let's say they're only absorbing 10%. Well, 10% of 1,000 milligrams is 100. <laughs> okay. So if somebody's off gluten for three, four, five months, and they've been taking the 90 essential nutrients, can at that point, can they back off from the osteo formula? They don't need the big dose of calcium anymore? Well, we need a hair analysis to find out, are they absorbing? Okay, we need to find those kinds of things out. And so that's why we have the book, uh, Rare Herbs and Cures, go to chapter 10 and 11, tells you how to uh, collect the hair, uh, how to box it up, where to ship it to. Don't forget to put the check in because the lab's not gonna run the test without the check. Mm. And usually in two to four weeks, you'll have the analysis back. If all the bars on the hair analysis are down below the bottom line, that means you're not absorbing. That's easy. And then there's two charts, one for the essential nutrients 
and the other is for um, toxic metals, okay, like mercury, uh, lead, um, uranium, those kind of things. And so um, I do that once a year. I just have one of my, I have a hair analysis once a year just to know what's going on. And my cost is a, it's a hundred bucks, I think, but it's tax deductible because in my business plan, it says that my longevity business will pay for my health care, my health insurance and any lab tests I need and any special diet I need. So it's all but tax deductible. If we're a distributor in longevity, can we, could we could write off our test? Of course. What you want to do is get that book. That's great. It's called, yeah, you get the book, uh, Wallach Street for Kids, a.k.a. Wall Street for Kids, Wallach Street for Kids, a.k.a. Wall Street for Kids. It tells you how to make a business plan so that let's say you're using 25% of your home for your longevity business. And let's say just for easy calculation, your mortgage is a thousand bucks a month or your rent or whatever it is, is a thousand bucks a month. And you're using 25%. So it's 250 bucks you get to deduct every month off your taxes. Now it gets better than this. Let's say you also have utilities, air conditioning, heat, light. You get to deduct 25% off your light bill, your utility bill. You get to deduct 25% over your homeowner's insurance. And if your car, if you're using your car to go give lectures or to go pick up your products and delivery and, and uh, so forth, um, guess what? Or go to class you get to deduct 25% of your car payment unless you make your business the owner of the car, then the, the entire car payment and insurance and all that kind of stuff is totally tax deductible. How come you decided to make longevity an MLM? Once somebody gets that health freedom, they want to scream it from the top of the mountain, right? They, they want to tell yeah. everyone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, really, I started out <clears throat> uh, with an MLM because when I became a naturopathic physician, I really didn't look into it very hard. And I didn't realize the naturopathic doctors back in those days in uh, 1982, were seeing five patients a day, no health insurance paid for any naturopathic care, right? Or lab tests or anything like that. It was just, you had to eat it, right? Because, and so you'd see five to 10 people a day, whereas medical doctors are seeing 45 to 60 people a day because they're getting all those lab tests and, and the visits and everything paid for by, and, and the pharmaceuticals and prescriptions all paid for by health insurance. So that's where everybody's going because of health insurance. Right. Well, um, so I started giving lectures and I was handing out my card with samples of some of my products. And I say, uh, I won't charge you the first time you come see me. I'll give you the office visit for free. And if you need lab tests, um, you know, you have to pay for the lab test, but be the office call for free. And so I got up to about 18 to 25 people a day. It's getting kind of exciting. And, but I'm still going all over Oregon and Washington state and Northern California and uh, Western Idaho and Utah and uh, North and South Dakota to lecturing and trying to drive more patients into my clinic. And um, one day I'm at a truck stop and the truckers are uh, sitting next to me and they're complaining that they're gonna have to quit trucking because the phone bills are so expensive that uh, they, they couldn't earn enough money to pay for their phone bill to earn the money. It was kind of this terrible circle here. Uh, they were losing money by taking long distance jobs, you know, going to the coast with something and coming back for something from the coast because of all the phone bills they had to have. And I said, I think I can help you guys. Um, I belong to this company that um, sells um, phone service, MCI it's called. I don't know, you're, old, you're probably not old enough to remember MCI. I remember. <laughs> okay, MCI. And so I said, I can sign you up in this and I'll eliminate 80% of your phone bill. If you sign up other truckers, even if you never see them again and they're using the phone, you're going to get a percentage of their phone bill. And they're going back and forth across the place and running up all those phone bills. You're going to get a percentage of their phone bills and a check every month from my company and say, we're in. And so don't forget, you can sign up all these other guys. And within three months, I was making $300,000 a month just from the MCI card. And so I said, this is what I have to do. I have to do this for my business because just word of mouth isn't quite good enough. I have to become a network marketing company mm. and we call it a home-based business because people are, uh, many people are offended by network marketing because they've run into some bad characters and so on. I can appreciate that. Yeah. So we call, we call it a home, home business, get all the tax breaks. You don't have to rent or buy a store. 
or any kind of manufacturing facility or anything like that, or an outlet or anything of that nature, uh, we, uh, you can run this out of your home. I mean, my home, 25% of my home here in Southern California is my office, my warehouse, my consulting room. And um, of course, so 25% of my mortgage and 25% of my utilities and 25% of my homeowner's insurance and all of my car payments and stuff like that are all tax deductible because it's all part of my business plan. Yeah, it makes sense. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm on the team and I'm, I'm building something here in Hartford, Connecticut. And, you know, the, these products are great and, and people are getting better. I mean, the proof is in the pudding, right? Absolutely. And of course, they tell people and say, you know, if you tell anybody else and they want to join, you need to join up. So when they join, they'll be your, one of your people. And so every time they buy something, you'll get a little check from us. And um, that way, you know, you can, we want you to support the Boy Scouts, the Girl Scouts. They need to be doing this. Boy Scouts, the Girl Scouts. They saved America after the Second World War was over. They can save America now. And they'll, by dealing with all these people with these problems, they'll be able to earn more merit badges and service pins. And their, their rank will go up, which will be very nice for getting jobs and so forth. But also, we will send them a check every month based on the volume they create from their business with Longevity. And also um, they will, uh, in addition to getting a check from us, they'll get a car bonus. You tell a 10 year old Cub Scout or Boy Scout or Girl Scout or Brownie that they can get a car bonus at 10 years of age and a big check every month. And they put it in the bank account so that when they graduate high school at 18 years of age, they got $50,000 or $100,000 in their college fund. That's exciting for them. And they'll go out and they'll help people with their health issues and they'll get their merit badges done because they have all these merit badges that would deal with the health issues and exercise and cooking and all that kind of stuff. So they'll get those merit badges and, and uh, the, the, the pins, but also they'll get an income stream and they'll, they'll get their own supplements. So they'll be healthy as well. Yeah. Win-win. Everyone wins. Everyone wins. Speaking of blood tests, you mentioned blood tests just a, mm -hmm. a few minutes ago. Is it even worth going to a doctor and getting a blood test? Well, most of the things you can do yourself. You can get a hair analysis to see if you're absorbing, right? You can see if you have toxic metals. Uh, you can also um, get these test strips for buck fifty each to see if you have diabetes and you can stick your finger, or you can uh, get one for urine. You can test your kidneys. You can do your own blood pressure. You, know, you can go. You don't even need to buy, buy a blood pressure kit because you can go to a pharmacy. They let you sit in their chair and they do all that for you for nothing. Okay. You don't need to go to a doctor to see if you're obese. You get on the scale and if you're 25 pounds over your ideal weight for your body, for your height, guess what? You're obese. All this is in the book. Uh, I have a set. It used to be called the trilogy of books. Now it's called the quartet of books. Let's play doctor. Let's be herbal doctor. Passport aromatherapy. And it's all in your head. It goes into 600 different diseases that you can deal with yourself. Prevent and reverse. So we really don't need the medical establishment except for emergency infection, trauma and, and trauma. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Insulin, if we need it to hold us over. When, when you look at, uh, you go back to um, malaria. All right. The, the first drugs for malaria came from Peru, from the Chinchona tree bark. And they took that all over the world, uh, kept malaria under control for hundreds of years. It wasn't until, until 1939 when this guy invented DDT and started killing mosquitoes that malaria disappeared. Mm. They were just managing malaria with this herb, okay? But then once they got the um, DDT to kill the mosquitoes, it wasn't transmitted anymore. Right. Duh. And so these are the sort of things you have to look at. You have to look at all the aspects of a disease and not just the symptoms. Whereas the medical system, all they look at is the symptoms because they want the patient to be happy within 24 to 48 hours. So doc, you're what, 83, 82? 82, 82, yeah. So what's your routine? What's your diet look like? What's your supplement routine? Well, uh, my diet is every morning for breakfast, I'll have three poached eggs with soft yolks, two or three slices of five the size of a slice of bread, but not that thick, about a millimeter thick of smoked uh, sockeye red salmon from wild salmon from uh, Alaska mm -hmm. or a couple of lamb chops or gluten-free pizza. And then I also have wild rice, three big scoops of wild rice, which I use our pink Himalayan salt on with butter. And I have 
uh, two of these four ounce yogurts, Newsome uh, yogurts. Um, I, I like the lemon and I um, um, have two of those are gluten-free and, and sugar-free. And then I have all my supplements. And of course, I have the Healthy Brain and Heart Pack. I have about um, 25. Sometime I'll show you the table behind me. I have um, 40 different bottles on there. And I take three to five of those tablets and capsules out of each one of those twice a day. I go through a lot of stuff because I can't afford to get sick as I'm a travel and all this kind of stuff. And so uh, for lunch, I have these uh, baby bell cheeses along uh, with um, our rebound sports drink. Uh, sometimes I'll have a piece of the gluten-free pizza, but then for dinner time, I'll have lamb chops from um, Australia. I'll have um, T-bone steaks. I'll have the gluten-free pizzas. I'll have um, sweet potatoes with butter and pink Himalayan salt with a ground black pepper in it. <clears throat> and so I will also have uh, vegetables. I will have things like carrots and, and tomatoes and celery and squash and things like that for salads. And um, I do have a glass of wine <clears throat> with dinner. I do have my ice cream. And uh, I think uh, that covers the territory. You taking the Z radical? Oh, yeah. And I, I take Z radical. and I also take the Fucoid Z, which is the capsule form of the same recipe. I, I take a Z radical. I take our Caltati. I take uh, the BTT 2.0. I take the sticks of the rebound. You're loaded on nutrition. <laughs> yeah. I, of course, I have to, I pay for things. The company doesn't give me people say, well, yeah, you're getting it free because you own the company. I pay for all my supplements. I do exactly as all our distributors do. I pay for my own supplements. I don't get a single product for free. Even when we're looking at product samples, if this, if the company that we're looking at gives us free samples, I'll get some of those. <laughs> Once it becomes our product, though, I have to pay for everything. I'm 20, I, I plan on living to be at least um, a super centenarian, 110 to 150, somewhere between 110 and 150 would be reasonable. But who knows? Uh, doing this for as long as I've been doing it, and I don't step out in front of a car, <laughs> that kind of stuff, or get killed in an airplane crash yeah, um, kind of thing. Um, I could live to be the age of the and people from Hunza, their average lifespan is 120. And their oldest super centenarians live to be in their 160s, 160s. And uh, right now in America, we've had, over the past, let's see here, 100 years, we've had 70,000 centenarians, 70,000 hundred-year-olds over the last 100 years. We've had um, 32 super centenarians, which are 110 years old and older. But that's about it. We don't have anybody living to be 150, 160, that kind of stuff. Our average lifespan now because of COVID is 75. We're leaving 80 years on the table. And so why not be like these Hunzas who the longest lived ones, they don't, leave, they don't live, leave any years on the table. They're, they're living longer than the human life expectancy in, in the world, which is 155. And they live to be 160. And so they're the only ones. Uh, mm -hmm. You look at, uh, you look at um, uh, Russia, they live to be 72. You subtract that from 155. They leave 83 years on the table. France is, um, let's see here, 87. So they're leaving 73 years on the table. Um, Hunza lives to be 82. They're leaving 73 years on the table. Uh, that, excuse me, New Zealand. New Zealand leaves 82 years on the table. Um, that's their average lifespan. So they're leaving 73 years on the table. Um, the Philippines live to be 69.6. They leave 80, 85.4 years on the table. And... Um, the medical doctors in the emergency rooms, their average lifespan is 57. They leave 98 years on the table. Doctors know nothing about longevity. Mm. They know nothing about longevity. Now, if you get run over by a truck and you're bleeding internally, you got to go to an emergency room. But if you want to live a long, healthful life, you get the quartet of books, Let's Play Doctor, Let's Play Herbal Doctor, Passport from Therapy, it's all in your head, get the hair analysis, get on the Healthy Brain and Heart Pack and all the secret sauces necessary to deal with all the different diseases that you might have, your pre-existing conditions, get rid of those, and you'll add you know, 25 to 50 healthy years of your life. Mm. 
And so, but you got to be proactive here. You can't have one cheat day a month. You cannot have one cheat day a month. You must be really, really, I mean, fired up and this is the way it is. Well, my priority is to give everybody in the world 25 to 50 more healthful years. Give them the information, give them availability of the products and the know-how through books and CDs and DVDs. Um, www.drjwalk.com www.drjwalk.com and add those years to your life enjoy your kids your grandkids your grandkids your great-grandkids your great-great-grandkids and why not i'm inspired to go make some babies right now (laughs) (laughs) be sure you're taking the good stuff (laughs) (laughs) gotta be on the 90 essential first right that's right yeah for at least at least six months and of course, the ladies got to be on for at least six months also off of gluten and at least six months on the 90. You must do this forever because you got to be show the kid that you're doing this. So as they're growing up, they're going to be doing it. And so you're going to pass on this longevity. You're going to pass on this good health to your offspring and your um, um, kids that come from you. Okay. We were designed <laughs> to have proper nutrition, right? That's correct. It's called the Garden of Eden. All right. How about pineapple? I got pineapple on my shirt here. Well, it's fine. How many nutrients are in that pineapple? You don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> okay. So you take your 90 cent nutrients and eat your pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> it works for me. <laughs> it works for me. Dr. Wallach, this has been a pleasure. Thank you for your time. Well, thank you for having me. Let's do it again. Thanks for listening to Inner Peace with Dr. Reese. If this episode opened your heart, feel free to share on social media and tell your loved ones. Also, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next time, may peace be with you.